previously on Fistful of Destiny. The ship starts rattling and you're you're dropping down now towards the hangar. I would like to use foresee so that I can focus and foresee how this is going to end and what the solution might be. Okay. Or if we're going to die, in which yeah. case I'll just start praying. Everything you feel in the future is dark, hate, anger, you know, loss. Oh, man. You pull into the hangar and you set her down like there was no problem at all. And I, I try and start looking at the ship from the outside to survey the damage because I know it's not good. Mostly cosmetic. A, a couple of the plates have been uh, like ripped off or Our racing stripes, no! And the, the big hyperdrive generator has holes all through it. You're going to have to rebuild it completely. Holes, fun. Well, we got the manifest with the signature, but uh, we know there's something extra in here than just grain. Uh, what gifts does the black market bring us today? Wow. That's not very coded. I expected more code. You're at Echo Base. Hey, what are we? Uh, and then you hear rebels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got extreme temperature fuel lines and ion focusing arrays for you. No bomb, no yeah. bombs. Well, the crates might be bombs. So we've got like some repairs that we need done on the ship. Maybe I don't know if you've got some people that can help with that. Well, first thing you're gonna have to check in with the commander. Cannon likes to play in the snow. Roll a dice and let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Short and simple and sweet and beautiful. Cannon roll to snow side. <laughs> That's uh, light side. Kira rolled one snow side. Erebos rolled two call side. <laughs> Grit also, well, he only rolled one of them, but one coal side. Soot side, you Soot know. Side. Uh, <laughs> dirt. <laughs> Fudge. Dirt. <laughs> Anyway, that's three light side, three dark side. <laughs> Perfectly balanced. So, you are now going to meet with the general. Buy some insurance. So, uh, you go into the <laughs> command room. <laughs> I, know, it's, it's so uh, I was trying so hard <laughs> to figure out what that meant. Um, go to you, the general and save some time. <laughs> that's an ad. That's what Cannon yep. was trying to that's do. Really just bypass that deck officer. Yep. <laughs> Um, so you walk up, uh, there's kind of an um, observation post uh, that's above the hangar that kind of looks down on it. And it's, uh, been all this entire base has been like carved out of ice and stone, mostly ice. So all of the walls are ice. Um, I'll bet that looks so cool. It looks really cool. Uh, as you walk through, uh, you go through a couple, couple doors, um, there's support beams kind of up everywhere. Uh, and you walk into the kind of the command, uh, room. And it is Cannon and Erebos there. General Rykian. Am I saying that right, sir? Uh, he looks up uh, and he says, yes, that's, that's what I like to be called. Fantastic. You can call me Captain. So is there anything further you need? We, uh, we're the, I'm the captain of the Unknown Traveler. This is Erebos. Uh, he's a crew. You know, we're, we're called Fist. We used to. Eh, we used to be a bigger deal than we are now. Uh, you probably know something about that, but there's a whole bunch of people in the control room, like doing different <laughs> things, moving stuff around, and, hitting unlabeled uh, buttons that they somehow know exactly what they do. Exactly. Well, yeah, there's that multiple red colors to the left. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, they're unplugging things and plugging them in different places. They're using like it looks like like uh, compasses on this glass board, and they're like tracking something somehow. Uh, and he like points at a monitor, and somebody hits a button. Uh, and then he he kind of turns and he looks to you and he says, that shipment's going to be really well used. Uh, you uh, 
You mind if I talk to you for a second? Yeah, for sure. Erebus is going to come, though. Uh, just you. Uh, Erebus, you can uh, uh, take a look at everything in this room. <laughs> um, just don't well, push any buttons. How could I refuse? Right. I'll, I'll do a perception check. Uh, he um, <laughs> uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Yeah, what's the difficulty? <laughs> Average. God, is there a ball pit for him or anything? <laughs> I got five success, five advantage. Woo. Five by five. Uh, you look around and there's a lot of stuff going on in here. Um, you notice there's a lot of people touching things, hitting buttons, stuff like that. You notice there's uh, a young woman kind of over in the corner and she seems to be like coordinating a lot of things and like saying things to people. She's wearing like a, a, a white clothes, a very authoritative uh, uh, voice. And you're not quite sure, but you're like, you've seen her somewhere before. Um, and it's something political and it's, it's been a while, but it's like, oh, I think I've seen her before. And you're, you're going over to like, talk to people and kind of peruse, um, peruse. That's not it. <laughs> peruse. Carouse. <laughs> Perusing. If you would like to buy maybe one of yeah. those consoles, um, you're going to carouse around the room. Canon, uh, you follow the good general out into a catwalk, uh, that's kind of overseen the hangar. And he looks right. Cannon loves catwalks. <laughs> he does. <laughs> All the best things have happened on catwalks. That's true. You know what? You pull your you're wire right. out and you're like, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. They call him catwalk cannon. And he he puts his arms up on um, the railing and looks down and you're like, oh, these are obviously not Imperials. Cannon also, uh, also puts his arms out like he kind of copies him. Yeah. Uh, and and he, he looks down at them. He looks over at you like immediately. He's, he has a very like quiet charisma, uh, very like authoritative look. Uh, and, and he looks at you. It's something about him. You just want to trust him. And like you've met these people before and they usually make pretty good generals. Most of the time when you get to the rank of general, you're one of those people. And you look over to him and he says, when I saw your call sign reporting in, uh, there's something seemed familiar. Seeing that you're a clone, well, it brought it back to me. You know, I, I used to work uh, on a ship. Um, I served on the long brace. I was lieutenant. It was a logistical ship. Uh, we usually just resupplied. There was a ship we docked with once and on a top priority mission. They were running low on supplies. They'd been out for a long time. This, this was in the Clone Wars. Well, we resupplied them. And it, was, uh, it was tense uh, for some reason for a just standard resupply mission. Our captain was kind of stressed out about it, and he uh, personally made sure everything was all right. We transferred the cargo. But I still remember the heavy clone escort that was there. They seemed they were paranoid about something. Their Jedi general was also there. And uh, they moved like limbs of a single entity. They were so well coordinated. They responded to the Jedi general. They moved without even her having to say anything. And uh, you were the leader of that clone company, weren't you? You were the leader of the clone force on the Bryant Memory. That sounds right, sir. Yes, I remember looking at your uh, your call sign, Clone Navy Zero Nightwatch, C N O N, Cannon. It that fits you. Yeah, that's right. Do you uh 
What do you remember about that? Is there something specific you want to talk about? I just remember resupplying you as just a lieutenant. That was a tough time in the Clone Wars. They were all tough times through and through all three years. Now you're running supplies for the Crimson Dawn. I understand. It, it lets you fight for your crew. I understand that a lot. And he kind of like points down. He says, I did the same for these men and women. Eh, all of them. They're all my crew. You know, sometimes you don't end up quite where you thought you'd end up. You know what I mean? I was, yeah, I was born and bred for that war. You understand that. And as soon as it was over, they kicked us out. And, you know, I did, I did a lot of things in between there, but right now I'm here and it's not really where I ever thought I'd be, but it looks like it's my turn to resupply you, huh? (laughs) Uh, I think it is. You've done a good job. We'll put these to good use. You know what we're doing here? We're fighting for the same ideals that they told you you were fighting for 22 years ago. Same Republic. We could use a commander like you, but uh, a debt's not an easy thing to run from. So I understand. You can repair here. No landings here aren't uh, easy. We'll give you all the help we can. Anything we have, we try to share, spread around. What about information? What would you like to know? What do you know of Jana Main? I know she supports the rebellion because the empire is sometimes harder to operate in. And a uh, republic is pretty easy to uh, slide in and out of the law. That's not, <laughs> that was not a very good selling point for your whole movement, but I do get what you mean. <laughs> but, <laughs> I get it, but that was just a little bit whack. You understand that. but It's so, not the best system, but it's the system we got. <laughs> so have you ever dealt with her personally? I guess I'm trying to sort of figure out if she is really just maneuvering for the Crimson Dawn or if she's got maybe a personal stake in this in some way. I couldn't tell you. She doesn't open up very much at all to me, uh, which I sort of get, but... To me, she's just a contact. She charges uh, a hefty price, but she delivers. Yeah. Do you know if she's got any deals with the Imperials? I assume everyone has deals with the Imperials. Yeah. I'm in pretty deep with the Crimson Dawn, and that's because of... I mean, frankly, that's, that's because of some pretty rash decisions that I made to get out of, to get out of a pretty bad situation. I, I'm wondering what sort of protection your organization can offer. Could you protect me and mine from the Crimson Dawn? The Crimson Dawn hires bounty hunters, uh, and we can't. We're barely hanging on as we are. This base was carved out of the ice, and this is where we've been for a few years, waiting for the Empire to react, hoping to not get discovered. But they're bearing down, and... This is not the place to run. So what if I help you? We'll always take all the help we can get. If you can run a, a team like you ran those clones, you're going to be a very effective commander. The Alliance, this is the biggest we've gotten. We operate in cells so that if one is taken out, uh, the others aren't affected. I uh, hear that you're operating in hut space. That's a very dangerous place. The Huts have made many bargains with the Empire, and it's been very hard to operate there. But if I can trust you, your comms might uh, light up one day, and there might be something you can do for the Rebellion. That's not quite good enough. I need something a little firmer than maybe there's something I can do someday. Uh, If you need 
if you need work done in hut space, I, I guess I'm not sure exactly what you're talking about, but I'm pretty open. Me and my crew, we will get it done. We either get the job done or or we die. That's that's sort of how we operate. And if I'm going to give you that kind of commitment, and I assume you have very little for funds, I'm going to need some assurances for what you'll do for me and mine when you're in power. That's what you're after, right? Maybe not you particularly, but I mean, throwing over an entire empire, that's it's a lot of work. And he, he points down, uh, down there. You see those people down there? I make a perception roll. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you see those people. Uh, I'll give it to you. Um, <laughs> no, I've got horrible glaucoma. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's that's what the herb is That's what the Mark Anders for. It's glaucoma. Okay. Um, you look down and you see several people just kind of walking around. He says, those people down there, they didn't grow up in the core. They're not politicians. They're not soldiers. They're people that looked around and realized what the empire was and realized that we had to do something. We had to stand up. I think probably each one of them has an idea of what it's going to look like when the empire falls. And it's probably all different. But all I know is the empire must fall. I've seen what it's done. And, uh, well, you know, Alderaan. <laughs> What's yeah. going to be the next one? Alderaan was... That was crazy. You know, I actually took down that Death Star, me and my team. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> gonna uh, miss that skinny silhouette. Is. Uh, <laughs> looks at you uh, and he says, I feel like we all kind of helped take that down. <laughs> <laughs> How very diplomatic of him. Wow. And he says, I can see you're still in the, you're still in bargaining for your crew. It's a, uh, you versus the universe. I, I get that. But uh, here, we're for the ideal of change, of what we want. When you you can fight for something that's just bigger than your crew, bigger than yourself, there's a place for you here. I have some very important people that I'm trying to protect. And that's, for me, sir... That's bigger than all of this. But and uh, he, he puts it, he, he reaches out his hand and he kind of puts it on your shoulder. And it's a very like um, mentoring, like fatherly figure way of doing it. And it's not in a, a condescending way. And, and you just kind of get reassurance. And he looks you directly in the eyes and, and says, I understand completely, son. And I don't hold it against you. Not at all. What you did today, well, I appreciate and I thank you for. Well, sir, you've you've got our frequency. You give us a shout. We'll see what we can do for you. I remember the jingle. You want something done? You call fist. Yep, it's <laughs> it's like really close to that. It's <laughs> <laughs> good to see you again after twenty two years, an old war buddy. Uh, and he 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 shakes your hand uh, still with his right. Uh, right hand so it's an awkward left hand shake <laughs> he shakes your hand uh and then he walks back into the control room uh you look over and you see Erebos like chatting people up um and uh like kind of leaning up against something hitting on leia <laughs> i think i just kind of hang out where i'm at for right now i think yeah. i'm just uh kind of thinking stuff over yeah it's like finally a catwalk <laughs> i do my best thinking like i can here. just get some work done here <laughs> 
such a uh, cinematic spot to have a to have a think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except for you just got dosed with neurotoxin. Never <laughs> go for the left hand shit. Oh, Come on. Oh, <laughs> he's right. Everybody pulls Ooh. off the mass. They're all Imperials. <laughs> Uh, so uh, down on the deck, uh, we've got Kira, and you're you're looking over the damage. Uh, the deck officer, you're kind of fixing up a, a plan to kind of repair stuff. Diagnose. Uh, you're not going to be able to find another hyperdrive motivator here for your ship. You're going to have to rebuild it, and you're going to have to do that somehow. You're going to have to find little parts and pieces that like fit into it. It is not going to be easy. I've got my I've got my mini workshop. I've got resources. I can I can I'm sure Kira can figure it out, put it together, build what she needs. Yeah. And you, you'll, it'll just take some time. Uh, and, and it's a, it's a complicated problem (laughs) to kind of fix. Um, they still, they didn't know how to do it in episode one. They had to buy one. So, uh, (laughs) and they had R2D2. So they didn't have Kira though. (laughs) Great. That's true. That's true. Yeah. They didn't have Kira. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They didn't have Kira and click and clack. (laughs) It's making this. <laughs> um, so uh, some time goes by uh, as as Kira starts fixing it. Cannon, Grit, Erebos, you spend some time around the base. Um, there, like a couple days go by, in fact, uh, where you're working from morning to evening. Various people, even if you're not super great at the mechanics of it, you're trying to help to install things. Uh, Cannon, you take a couple patrols out. Um, the extreme temperature fuel arrays are currently, or uh, fuel lines are currently being fitted in the snow speeders. So they don't run yet, but hopefully once they're done, they'll be modified to be able to fly in the snow. Uh, the nice. ion arrays are getting installed. And so you actually take, take a couple runs and kind of move around and check out some asteroids that hit um, just to make sure there's nothing weird going on. Things go by like relatively easy uh, for those days. Um, it's very cold, but Kira, you still have this nagging feeling. Uh, and you've been working pretty hard for a couple days just to try to kind of put it a- away from your mind. But that 4C, you still have like those emotions you haven't felt yet. And you're kind of afraid that they're coming. You go and you actually approach Ordain. And he notices something's kind of off with you, like something something's bugging you. And he kind of approaches it uh, very tactfully. There's one time where you guys are uh, meditating. And it's you, Erebos, and uh, and Ordain. And Erebos gets up to go do something. Uh, he, he's like, oh, I got, you know, cards to play with the troops. You know? <laughs> and he goes and, and plays Sabacc. There's this cute girl with the side buns. And I can't just trying to hang out with her as much as I can. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> um and uh, but there's this there's this roguish smuggler that's trying to <laughs> creep in on my territory. <laughs> um, so uh, Kira Ordain looks at you and says, "I'll be honest with you, Kira. Erebos didn't have a sabak game tonight. I wanted some time to speak with you." Well, okay. What uh, what did you want to talk about? I, how are you doing? <laughs> uh. Well, you know, um, just trying to trying to keep busy. We've been trying practicing to... looking into the future, uh, uh, feeling the force, uh, and foreseeing what would happen. Uh, I know the feeling you had a few days ago. It, it it left an impression on you. Sometimes bad things happen, and knowing that they'll happen doesn't make it better. 
be very careful with looking into the future. It's not always what it looks like. And don't let it paralyze you. I think tonight I will leave, but dig in deeper to that experience and really take your time. The ship will be fine. You can fix it, but go deep. Ord, Ord, I got to be honest. I, based on what happened the other day, I don't, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I, how do I know if I can handle that? There's a trial uh, that the uh, Jedi used to run their Padawans through, and they would. It was similar to the trial I gave you. In fact, uh, it would test them. Um, it would put them. Uh, kind of at the edge of what they believe their capabilities were. Handling the emotions you have is, well, it's not always easy, but especially handling the emotions of other people uh, that haven't happened yet. But I believe that you, you can handle that, that what you see, it's important. And it's important to understand just because you can't control it and you see it's going to happen. It doesn't mean that you're going to be the same person when you actually experience it. You need to look at the fear head on and realize the emotions you will feel, but they won't control your actions. And it's good practice. Yeah, I, <laughs> or this is a lot. Uh, you know, four years ago, I, all of this is so new to me and it came out of nowhere and I, I don't understand why I was chosen for this. I don't understand why, why this is happening to me, an Ewok from the forest moon of Endor. Why, why is it me that this is happening to? And why, and why do I have to deal with it? I don't like this. I, I mean, I like, you know, there, there are parts of it I do like. I, uh, there are things I can get away with now that I couldn't quite get away with before. But Careful, Kira. That leads I, to no, the dark no. side. <laughs> but, but I don't... Why, why can't you help me with this? Why, why do I have to do this on my own? I'm not ready for this. This is not... I have not been trained. Erebos was trained for this from, from childhood. And, and this is something that was thrust upon me. And I... Why, why me? Well, you might not like hearing this, but I wasn't trained formally either. I'm a self-taught force user. Uh, <laughs> it's... I watched some YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> I went to WikiHow. <laughs> there was some very good illustrations. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not always been easy, but that's the path I chose. You may have flourished in... Ways I couldn't even imagine if you were taken in by the Jedi Order <laughs> or not. <laughs> Bunch of wackos. But <laughs> you, you could have done great and, and carefully learned to monitor your emotions. But that's not the reality we're in. The reality you're in is you have something that you have to deal with that is scary, that you don't understand, and that might take you places where you never thought you would go. But to reject your reality that you're in and to just shut it away, you, you give up such a tool that you can use. Don't forget who you are. You're, you're an, an Ewok that comes from the forest moon of Endor and you're here. 
that itself says something about your, your strength of mind and that you still know who you are. These visions, this emotion, if you let it control you, well, controlled by your emotions, that's a place you don't want to be because it's so easy for others to control you then. They just trigger an emotion and then you do exactly what they think. Well, I, I appreciate the pep talk. I really do. And if you think I'm right for this and you think that I need to dig in and you think I need to do this on my own, I, 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 I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Do you think, can you promise me that I'm, that I'm going to be able to use this for good? No. That's the one thing I can't promise you. Well. We all <laughs> walk our line. You know my philosophy. If asked to walk down the dark side or asked to walk down the light side, I rejected both of those. I said, I'm going to walk my own path. So you're an enlightened centrist. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Now's not the time for jokes. Somewhere, Cannon is just smiling by himself. <laughs> uh, and he says, "There's something that I saw when you came to me. I can't explain now, but there was something in you. Uh, it was the right choice. You're the right people to choose. Well, I didn't know the planet was going to blow up, but." <laughs> I'm glad you were the right people at the right time. But I, I think whether you're born great or greatness is thrust upon you, if you never take that chance to know, well, you'll never know then. You're stronger than you think. Well, And, uh, and he kind of steps back. You can feel like the force energy kind of like, like that, that, that boost he gives you uh, kind of pulling back. And he says, do this on your own, Kira. And know the choices you make will be hard, but you must make them. It's a burden to know the future because you must live with it. And you bought the power, so you're stuck with it. <laughs> oh, what a, what a pep talk. <laughs> Unless you okay. go to Suvian Falls for, you know, yeah. let's do this. Deep spot treatment. You can reset your abilities. <laughs> you see Ordain kind of melt away and the light, the little fusion lantern that is reflecting off of the ice walls in the place you're meditating. It, it hits it and it kind of splits out like uh, like a prism. And you, you shut your eyes and you just do the very stereotypical prism. And you, you shut your eyes and you just do the very stereotypical concentration. And you think about mm. the feeling you had before about... Uh, those negative feelings and you start to unpack them about I feel this way why and when you start unpacking those your mind just starts to drift into the future Hey everyone, it's your boy Drew. Just an FYI, we posted the third and final, for now, uh, mini-sode last weekend. This one was almost an hour, so it was a bit less of a mini-sode and more of a mega-sode. <laughs> These bonus episodes are for patrons at the $10 a month 
tier and above. Uh, we also have new merch. You can get your very own Skinny Silhouette merch now at fistfulofdestiny.com. Don't forget to also follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And uh, it's all super easy to find. You can find a link to all of this junk in the episode description. That's all I got. We will see you back here in a fortnight on September 12th. Hey, that's my wife's birthday. Ah, bye, y'all. Now it's time for our wrap-up. Let's give it everything we've got. Ready? Begin. Artificial androids, aren't it all amazing? Our cell automatically annihilates things. Busted bounding banthas bellow out a bomb beat. Bad batch baller boys blitzing and bombarding. Casual created clothes compel catastrophe. Cannons canceling collab in the commissary. Delirious duplicitous daily deals at Dimbo's. Detonating demolitions done on the down low. Erebus ejecting Ewoks each and every energetic effervescent episode. Erroneous etiquette. Fluffy furry folk fabulous fantastic. Friends furiously fighting for Fanatics. Free descripting gearheads. Guilds gone glorious. Come on, tech. Getting godly. Garbage goons are glorious. Hefty hooks. Hella high. Hitting hookahs. Hey. Hyperspace. Hoth heroes. Holla at your homeboy. Imps are idolized. I intimidate. Influence to rise in an irate state. Jenner on my jock. Judging me. Jurisdictionless. Jedi jabbering. Charty Chanky will journals. Here kindly collecting kyber for the kibosh. Karate kicking killer crate creatures into kebabs. Let me live a long life. Lightsaber lessons. Luke lit up the Death Star. Leia lost Alderaan. Mandalorians mightily murder masses. Marvelously mocking many moral masters Nightly naps on Naboo are nice naturally Nemordians nab nachos noisily Operation Ordain, Obi-Wan optional Out of sight, out of mind, out of ears optimal Papa Palpatine, powerful punchline Passionately Padme puffing plumes of pride Quiet quaint queen, keep quiet, it's Qui-Gon Quarreling, got a quest, that's why I came on Rebel ride rules, reap rewards rapidly Raw riding rabbit ran cores raucously Super Sith in the center, search space silencing Star destroyer, stormtrooper, slave one, sanding Taboo, twi'lek, head tails too tough Take that Tuskens, go get a tune-up, universe Unique, unknown, traveler is unmatched, currently unblown. Vantavillain, Lord Vader, victorious. Vibernite, violating, veer and make him vanish. Wookie wailing, wise words, smith winners. Wielding weapons, worrying, walloping, well wishers. Extricate my X Wing, exactly as expected. Exterminate xenophobes, none accepted. Yaddle yin, yoda yang, younglings yawn. Yesterday, yodeling through Yavon. Zigzag, zap, rack, zoom into the zenith. Zygear and zombie, zero in on all the overzealous zealots. <laughs> Good. Can you say it fast? Erebos, uh, you have just been gently asked by Ordain earlier. When he said the the magic word, clear your mind, you were supposed to leave the room uh, because he wanted to talk to Kira, which you were fine with. But, you know, you're like, eh, whatever. You know, you've had a lot of one-on-one time with Ordain, but it hurts a little. So you leave uh, and he had said, oh, he's got a Sabacc game to go to. You didn't have a Sabacc game. He didn't give you anything special to go do. And so you're just kind of like, eh, you know, didn't make any plans tonight because it's meditation night. Just started. Uh, what would you like night? to do? Uh, I want to go to a Sabak game. <laughs> okay. So you <laughs> Got start, the idea. So do you just start like crawling the halls and like listening up against doors and seeing like if anybody's having a good time? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, no, I, I think, uh, I think, you know, we've been here a couple of days and Erebos is usually pretty quick to like, putting feelers for the underground and like they're they're rebels but 
Yeah. Well, they're rebels. Yeah. They're rebels. <laughs> uh, make a streetwise check. Average difficulty. That's five success and two threat. Uh, you um, you get five success. So you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know somebody. I can get a game going tonight. So you you leave and you start taking a beeline for where you know to go. But this is a very complicated web of tunnels. And it's a little confusing sometimes. And randomly there will be cave-ins or thing, like tunnels will shut down or the door controls will seize. So you have to take different routes a lot of the time. Or that handsome guy and his girlfriend are fighting in one of them and you have to awkwardly yeah. so go around. Awkward. Carefully go by them. Uh, you go by them and you look you look, and you kind of give the, the girl a smile and she gives you kind of a knowing smile and you like pass. And you're like, ah, I got something. <laughs> we got a connection. Uh, you move uh, and you're headed in the wrong direction and you kind of look down and you're like, oh, well, maybe if I keep going this way, it'll be okay. You walk a little bit further and uh, you hear a familiar-ish voice, but it's not translating. Uh, and you think, oh, that's Grit. Uh, and you start walking kind of down the tunnel a little bit and you see Grit and you just kind of see the back half of him and he's like saying some things. Uh, you kind of walk up towards him and then he he just kind of, uh, he looks and he sees you and then he looks at the door and he he like says something in, in Wookiee. Um, but you don't understand because the translator do- uh, droid's not there. Uh, <laughs> do a Wookiee thing there. <laughs> yep. Hey, Grit, how's it going? Just shouting out a door, eh? <laughs> Is my droid nearby or can I just, nope. I just nothing? Uh, well, yeah, Grit makes uh, noises. Yeah. Uh, he, Grit looks at the camera and shrugs like Jim from the office. <laughs> uh, and um, he kind of like points at the door. Uh, Erebos, you, you walk over and you look and the door is a siege shut. Um, and it's just, it's, it, it's like extreme temperatures detected, you know? And it's like, yeah, no crap. It's extreme temperatures Very on both ass. sides. <laughs> <laughs> God. Don't cut that. Uh, Airbus, you've run into this before and you kind of reach out and you pull open the, the pad and you kind of connect the, the override and, and then the door opens and you see his translator droid on the other side. <laughs> Bless your heart. Oh. oh, three OCs. <laughs> I was wondering where you were. You, you boys interested in a card game? I don't know. Am I interested? In- Bless your heart <laughs> for opening that door, Airbus. I don't know what accent this is. Uh, <laughs> I think we could give you two players for a card game, though. Uh, the the accent like module on your droid is starting to like because the cold's starting to get to your droid too, mm, uh, oh and boy. so it's starting to shift <laughs> and like weird phrases you've never heard are that. starting to come out of its mouth too. <laughs> Uh, and it's like it's like making analogies out of nowhere. Uh, every once in a while, you have to like hit it to get it to stop doing it. Um, and so, uh, yeah, uh, you guys make your way down. Um, and you down. find a couple, a couple uh, um, deck officers and troopers and stuff like that. And you sit down for a nice uh, game of sabak. And people talk and sabak and everything. Um, are, are you playing this straight? Or are you? Uh, do, do you go in separately and try to hustle? Or <laughs> what, what's your? Uh, are you hustling up these rebels? Because I mean, you're not rebels. You're oh, yeah. uh, you're you're scumbag uh, mercenaries who will uh, do anything wow. for a rebel. So. I mean. I mean, you're outlaws, so that's Grit fair. follows Erebus' lead. <laughs> Better than in-laws, am I 
right? 100% hustling. Me and Greg have done this before. You know, we're we're experienced hands at this. All right. uh, So, so, so what's, what's the, what's the game? How do you guys play it? Sabak. Um, (laughs) We're playing Sabak. Sabak. I mean, okay, well, Greg kind of uses three OCs. Like he's just my translator droid. Okay. But, He's not just my translator droid, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and I'm in on it. And, and go uh, go off of that. I got. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I've got so much money in my pockets tonight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much bragging about the job we just completed. Now, <laughs> you know, we got paid up front. You know, it's just like handfuls of credit. Flush. Yeah, Chris yeah. passing beers around to get these guys all sauced. Nice. You should say fistful of credits. You could say branding, that. branding. <laughs> so, uh, you sit down. You start. Uh, you start dealing cards. You start sucking people in and uh, see how you how you do. A lot of people are like betting spare parts and stuff that they've just kind of like found or like nice. mementos. Like, oh yeah, you know, on our our, our farming colony, uh, this was the you know one little bit of like a, a grain of Baskar, you know, and stuff, and kind of throwing little little things to to buy and sell. Go ahead and roll a school duggery. See how well you do. I was going to say, Grit's not good at the game. He's purposely throwing <laughs> matches, but sucking other people in to throw matches too, so that Gr- Erebos cleans up. Grit literally is there to just keep people on the hook. He's just yeah. playing, and then other people will win money off of Grit, but but Erebos wins the majority of the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't suppose any of you guys have an extra hyperdrive encourager, do you? <laughs> <laughs> it's a slow burn. You'll get it on your way home. <laughs> One of them that that does more of the maintenance. Uh, he's like, we got an old model from a uh, transport. Uh, it's actually the backup that we've been upgrading. Uh, I guess we could part some from it, but uh, yeah, it's you know we can't just be giving these things away. What uh, what do you got? I pull a literal fistful of credits. Nice. And then I, I gank to Kira real quick. Hopefully she's not in the middle. Well, it's meditation night. I'm yeah. not going to gank. I'm not going to gank Kira. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, so I don't, I don't really know exactly. Um, well, I've got a thousand credits. A thousand credits for a hyperdrive motivator. That's uh that's a bargain. <laughs> what do you say we make this interesting? Uh, and he reels his sleeves up, and you see all of these tattoos with all of the sabak t- uh, chips all up the sides of his arm. <laughs> oh, no. I don't play the game very well. I had to get these to remind me what the cards oh, were. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. He says, "You know, I have a, a private chip that uh, I flew in. It's got a generator on it. What do you say we?" Uh, play for slips and he takes his code cylinder and he throws one down you mother (laughs) (laughs) Kira senses Uh, a disturbance in the force (laughs) (laughs) grit nods at Erebos yeah yeah Erebos isn't going to but oh yeah grit does Uh, grit said it's my ship my ship I can bet it (laughs) And and like totally blows the charade that you guys are separate um, and takes his code cylinder and like places it down and say, he'll beat you. He's better than you. And like points at Erebos. No pressure. <laughs> Thanks for that, Grit. Uh, <laughs> let's see what comes up on the river. 
All right. Uh, we're both going to roll uh, Skullduggery checks. Oh, gosh. Okay. I might need to upgrade. <laughs> I'm also going to use the best any point. <laughs> Chris preparing his wrench just in case he needs to use it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, God. Uh-oh. He's surrounded by <laughs> troops Whoa. that all have their like sidearms on. <laughs> This wrench blew up Jetta. Let's not forget. <laughs> Actually, All I right. think instead of upgrading Skulldurry, I'm going to get this cool specialization I was looking at. It's called Sense Advantage. And once per session, I may add two setback die to one NPC skill check. I will roll oh. those two setbacks. Neat. Oh! Wow. All right. In your role, Erebos, all you have to get is one success and you will beat him. He is not having a good hand. Oh! <laughs> you lose the ship. No, uh, you have one success. <laughs> I roll one success and seven advantage. Wow. Oh my gosh. Uh, so <laughs> you, you, you win with that, high card, basically. Did it. That's like basically what happens. You win with high card. Yeah, we were both uh, just so super bluffing our, our, our he, He's got like a, t- he, he has a nine high card and you have a 10. It's uh, the worst hand you could possibly <laughs> like look at. It's awful, but you win. <laughs> yeah. When, when, when Gert raised the ship, I was a little like, <laughs> yeah, like a hardcore yeah, clench bro. mode. <laughs> uh, and he kind of peels back uh, and, and looks back at you and says, yeah, what do I need a ship for anyways? <laughs> <laughs> Troop transport will get me out of here. Uh, and he's he looks down at you like, I won't forget the name Erebos. Uh, Better you know, not. What's your name? Jeb, Lord of Dice. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeb, I got one last question for you. Which bay is my new ship in? <laughs> uh, oh. uh, and he says, I'm sure you can figure it out. Smart man, you. <laughs> Erebus is walking bay to bay like boop, 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 <laughs> with the fob. Well, it doesn't have a fob. So you have to go up and try the key in everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, back to Kira. You have just won a ship. That was uh, that was pretty good. Back to Kira. Kira, you um, are now alone in this shimmery, cool-looking room, and you concentrate. You concentrate on the horrible feelings you had. A few days ago, uh, you close your eyes and soon you're transported away into a place where you still have the little fusion lantern under or like down by you. Uh, and you're looking out into the darkness and you can see like little flickers of it reflecting on things. And you're trying to like l- look out and just kind of concentrate on different things. You see the light kind of flickering a little bit and you see there's uh, there's kind of a shadow that seems to be becoming more and more pronounced and it seems to be walking towards you and it starts getting very close and when it gets right up to you the light is bright enough to illuminate the face and you see the face of Viren, the Galmontet acolyte yeah. and he's standing there looking at you and now you notice the glow of his red saber uh, he looks down at you. He kind of smiles, and you you turn behind you, and you see all of the crews there, Cannon, Grit, and Erebos. And you see they're all kind of like pulling back. They, then they all kind of turn, and they all start walking away from you. And you get, it's like the dream feeling where you go to like shout, 
and you can't, like your voice is super quiet. You feel uh, helpless and Viren moves in close uh, behind you and you hear him speak. They will all leave you in the end. This is no trick, Kira. This is what will happen. You've seen it and I've seen it too. You can't prevent this. What do you mean leave? There are three reapers that will take them from you. Do you wish to know their names? She thinks about what Ord said, about how knowing the future is a burden, but how it might be necessary. Uh, And she can understand that she doesn't want to say yes, but it's it's probably the right thing to do. And so she says... I feel like you're tricking me, uh, but I have to say yes. I would trick the others, but you, we have the same gift. We see patterns and we see the future. We know what will happen. We understand it. I can't trick you, but I can show you what will happen. Their names- Do it, coward. (laughs) Their names are betrayal, sacrifice, and love. Uh, when when he says betrayal, you see the shadowy figure holding out a hand, and it's giving like a, a quarter, a circle artifact um, to Viren's outstretched hand, and you sense the shadow, and it's familiar and close. It is one of your companions. You're not sure who, but it is one of your companions, and they are giving the artifact to the enemy. And then he says sacrifice. And Viren now stands before you and he strikes towards your heart. And that person, the shadowy figure, pushes you down and out of the way. And the shadow splits into two and falls to the ground. And then he says love. And you see two shadows, one smaller, one larger. And they have a mark on their shoulder and it's a dull red. And you see it is the symbol of Django Fett, the sons of Django. And Cannon stands up and two other uh, shadows stab him and the, the smaller shadow uh, with sabers. And you can see their faces. And they both fall to the ground. Viren leans in to your ear and he says, he does not know. But if you tell him now, they will both die. But if you don't, he will lose him. And uh, um, he points to the, uh, the smaller shadow. And now you see both shadows look back at you. They, they have a look of why in their, in their eyes. And then they turn and move away. I try to run after them. You, you attempt to run, but just like in a dream, they go further and further away. You, and you feel the emotion of having your back turned on and being, being left by them. And you hear Viren's voice and he says, now you are truly alone. It, you're just filled with despair at this point. Like, Everybody's, you've been betrayed. Somebody has died trying to protect you. And then somebody has turned their back on you. And, and now you, you just feel this despair and loneliness. But there's a very small little ray of hope that you can feel. And you, you kind of look up. And Viren senses that you're also sensing this. And he's trying to block it from you. And you can tell. It's in the distance. It's far away. But there's some positive feeling that's there um and he 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 leans down and he says you can keep searching kira but this place is your destiny you will arrive here and you hear like the echo of ordain's voice saying 
there is always a third option. Uh, and you kind of, you look up, start thinking of the people and the emotions and you get a flash of a scene. It's Erebos, but it's, he's young and he has clean, perfect skin and he's lying down with his eyes closed and then they just pop open. Uh, and he looks like he's looking directly at you and it kind of like startles you for a second. And then you look down at your hands and they're covered in strange symbols. Um, and you're not quite sure what they mean, but you look at your body and the, your whole body is covered in these strange symbols. And then you look back up and you're in a stone carved hall full of people in robes. And some of them are in armor. Some of them are in cloaks and they all raise their lightsabers. And th- this room is filled with lightsabers in one hand and mugs with the other. And they all chant at once for the order. And it's like a very joyous, like these are like knights, um, knights of the round table Jedi. And they're all like having fun and drinking and raising their sabers. Kira very awkwardly tries to go uh, for, for the order. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you say for the order and you open your eyes and you're back in the cavern and you hear the, the echo of for the order kind of in the room you're in. And it kind of uh, radiates around. And now you're you're kind of stuck in the room, now having to like process all of that stuff that just happened. Yeah. Um, I take my time. Yeah. I'll, I'll spend some time in there. Uh, I'm, I'm not in any rush to get back yeah. to the ship. Uh, it, you've been working most days very, yeah. very hard. Um, and so you do feel the fatigue, but your mind I, is racing all over these things. I immediately uh, I use the yeah. gank implant to uh, reach out to Erebos first. Erebos. And, and uh, you see, you see, all right, your ship for my ship. <laughs> <laughs> Betrayal. Um, you're okay, like, well, what was that? And you're like, oh, nothing. <laughs> well, he's, he's still there. That's all I cared about. Um, and I calm to Cannon. Okay. Cannon. Uh, Cannon, are you still there? Yeah. What's up, Kara? Uh, well, it's just good to hear your voice. <laughs> Um, you all right? I'm I'm fine, thank you. you sure, you sound kind of um, sound kind of jostled. Yeah, I mean, I I'm doing fine. I can uh, you want to you want to sit down and have a drink here soon? Yeah, of course. Just just chat. Like now, or do you just mean sort no, of in general? No, um, I I definitely say not now, but uh, but soon. Yeah, of course, Kira. You can get me anytime. Um. Hey, Cannon, I, I I really appreciate you. Kira, are you all right? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. I promise. I'm fine. I'm good. All right. I, I just wanted to let you know. Are those ship repairs coming? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cannon. Did well I'm we're we're making progress. All right. Uh, we're making good progress. It, it's gonna be we're gonna be just fine. All right. Well, I would like to be up in the air soon. I don't know how much longer I really want to stay down here. It's so cold. It's very cold. I only have this yes. poncho and like yeah. that one Henley. I've got, <laughs> I've got fur, and I it is it is very cold. Yes, Cannon. Um, I, I I feel like maybe no, we can we can get out of here. You're right. You're right. All right. Well, Kira. Yeah. I appreciate you too. Uh. She appreciate you more. Way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, and finally, she comes to grit. Hey, grit. And then, 
in that time, I think we actually did just win the. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Nice. Hey. So good. <laughs> what up, Kira? Hey, um, just just checking in. How you doing? I'm oh, doing fantastic right now. I just, I just, we just want us a new motivator. Uh, what? That's well, amazing. A, a new ship. We just got to go find it first. Oh. Uh, okay. I mean, that sounds great. I, I, I trust you. I trust you. Um, hey, Grit. It's uh, it's it's good to hear your your voice. G- Kira, Kira is uh, so she knows that one of those was canon, and she knows that one of the other two betrayed her. Yep. But she doesn't know which one. I think she's yep. probably leaning towards Erebos just because she knows Grit the better. Scroll. Yeah, and Grit would be the one to jump in front of a a, a saber to to sure. save. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> she doesn't know. So she's there's yeah there's something on the back of her mind uh, during each conversation she has with either of them for for a while I'm sure, um, but she says well that's that's really great grit um, you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna come help you find that oh heck I, yeah I'll, I'll be Let, I'll be right by your Kira. side <laughs> that sounds great to me that sounds grit to me uh, bring <laughs> me some grit mix from the cabin well I'm not there right now um, but Aww. you know. We can, uh, you and I, we can sit down and have a drink sometime soon. And uh, oh, anyway, <laughs> heck yeah, I'm on my way back right now. Well, no, I mean, I, I, I'll, Click. I'll come to, you. I'll come to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's what it feels like. Okay. <laughs> uh, Aerobos, you are very excited. You want to go check out your new ship, so you immediately go and start trying the different, uh, different ships. Yeah, in, is there uh, like a hangar. brand name on this like ship <laughs> cylinder? You know, that like, help me narrow uh, no, down. No, it's a made key. Like it's an it's a transferred over code cylinder, so it doesn't have the the manufacturer's name on it. Oh, dang it! <laughs> it's like it looks like the spare or something. Um, so yeah, you're like the ship's going to be a hunk of junk, or it's going to be frozen <laughs> in a block of ice. It's actually just <laughs> a screwdriver. So you're you're <laughs> now you, start you get with, it. <laughs> you start with the nice ships and try the code cylinder in them, and you start getting progressively worse and worse ships as you go. <laughs> um, and you hear uh, you hear some commotion. Somebody uh, uh, somebody says your tauntaun will freeze before you reach the first marker, and then you go, oh, then I'll see you in hell. And uh, one of the guy that was arguing uh, with the the girl in the the corridor like goes rushing out of the the hangar wall before the big door closes. You're like, oh, that's stupid going out this time. Of night. <laughs> and uh, would somebody close the door? It's getting cold in here. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, and you go uh, continue to try the code cylinder on ships. And then I found this oddly shaped one that says Millennium Falcon on the outside. <laughs> um, it does not require nice. code cylinder to open it up. It's kind of just open. It's kind of a piece of junk, uh, as far as you can tell. And it pieces of it are all over the ground uh, and you see another Wookiee and the Wookiee is like grabbing pieces and like putting them together. And you, you kind of, you see the spark of a, a welder going. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so it is the Millennium Falcon. Uh, it looks like, like you look at it and you're like, Oh, this is the ship that got the credit for all of, uh, all the hard work we did on the Death Star uh, and kind of look up at it. Uh, it's just a YT 1300 uh, Carillion transport. Like, they're all they've been in service for so long they all have their very unique um looks about them so they're like vw bugs 
Like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. one of them will have giant tires and like a huge engine poking out the back. You know, a Baja Falcon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you mufflers. look at it, uh, and then uh, you try one ship. Uh, it's kind of a sleek-looking ship. It looks to be uh, like odd, odd-looking. Uh, it's like a ship you'd see from Naboo, but everything's stripped off of it. Um, like all the sleek, nice, beautifulness is taken off, and it's just kind of like wires exposed to space. But it looks like the the cockpit is good. Um, the hyperdrive you have, this isn't going to go the speed that you want, but it's better than the backup. Uh, so you're kind of looking, you're like, ah, okay, we could push it a little bit and maybe get like, you know, three three points. Not going to get any faster. I, uh, I, I used my gang complaint to contact Kira. Well, yeah, I got bad news and good news. Oh, news. oh, God, I still got to get used to this. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Well, I guess I got two things of bad news. Bad news, I had to bet the ship. Good news is I won the ship. A different oh ship. Bad my news is... heart dropped out my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, anyways, don't worry about it, Kira. Okay. Uh, and the bad news is uh, the ship I won is kind of a junker. But uh, if you could meet me in Bay for... <laughs> yeah, there was only one way that was going. I'll meet oh, you in gosh. Bay 4 on my way. Can you meet me in the Michael Bay, Michael Bay, please? They have names here. Wait, that's going to blow up. Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Alley-oop. All right, Erebos, I'm on my way. Uh, and I head up there uh, slowly. And Grit makes his way back to the ship <laughs> and all alone because Kira left him to go somewhere else. Like, what about that drink? Uh, we get Kira gets up to the hangar bay. She kind of circles this ship, touches it a couple in a couple of places, pulls on some wires and dusts it off a little bit and goes, Well, it's a piece of, shit, but it's got what we need. <laughs>